Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. podcast listeners this is babs and it's my fault uh well we still love you (laughs) thank you yeah my family in massachusetts which is very small you know it's just my mom my dad my two brothers my sister-in-law and my four-year-old nephew and they were celebrating and naomi sorry naomi's actually up there oh that's right that's so cool well, yeah, so they're all at my childhood home. They did Easter today because tomorrow my brother, sister-in-law, and nephew will go to her side of the family because he has a lot of little cousins on that side of the family, and they'll do a whole big Easter egg hunt and stuff like that. But what about you guys? What are your Easter plans? Um, today, well, August and I are making raviolis from scratch. I have to make some cream puffs. I might make some cookies. So that's going to be my afternoon. I had to, and then I'm going over to my parents' house tomorrow to spend time with my parents and my sister. And your brother-in-law? And my (laughs) (laughs) brother-in-law. You know, that other person. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right now they're in Nashville with my cousin, so they're having some fun. Oh, nice but they'll be home them. tomorrow morning. Yeah, nice for them. Yeah. What about you, MB? Going to church tomorrow, and then oh, having yeah. nice. turkey. Okay. So this is why I'm not. So this is why I'm coming to you from a different location. Yes, your, oh, that's cool. your childhood bedroom, not your college dorm. No. Did your mom come pick you up today? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, she told me she was uh, coming to pick you up. So what do we have to share with our podcast listeners today, people? Can you, well, let me just ask, can you, are you guys comfortable? Can you hear August in the background or no? I can't hear okay. him in the background. All right, cool. Yeah, he's uh, he's ripping it out on his electric guitar right now. So if, yeah. it, if you hear nice. it annoys you, just let me know. He just got back from tennis practice. I hear nothing. I know nothing. Okay, cool. I see no evil, hear no evil, do no evil. So Milton Ugh. Varsity Boys Tennis is going to state playoffs starting Tuesday. Wow, that's awesome. Congratulations. Yes. So that's, that's a good thing. So we'll see how that goes. And we clinched home field advantage, which I love. (laughs) That was going to be my next question. I was like, are you going to be able to watch these at Milton high school? Or are you going to have to drive to like rural Georgia? 
I think we would have had to, if I don't actually, you know what? I don't know. I think it all stays at the, at the, at the high schools right now. Um, and they're kind of the, the P, the other teams that are in our division are pretty close, like Alpharetta and Johns Creek, things like that. Gotcha. <laughs> so gotcha. when I say close though, I put, put it in perspective. They're still not, you know, they, I still got to get there. If I had to, it would still be in rush hour traffic, trying to get my son to these, um, regional playoffs because some of these teams are, you know, a half hour away and in rush hour traffic and they want you to be there by three 30 and it's a whole scene. So um, I'm grateful that we do have home field advantage. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, things that don't have homes, field advantage so Vivian has a track meet districts track meet on Thursday which is a school day and her even though the field events start at I don't know I think she said two but if she were taking the bus from school she would the bus would leave at 8 a.m. <laughs> oh my god I know and then so she and I, I don't know, I'm like confused. I'm like, this is like a high school thing, but I don't know if it's because it's districts and there's going to be that many more kids that they have to start it earlier. But I mean, she's not, I don't know. I think the race side or the track side of the event doesn't start until, you know, mid-afternoon. So she's like, yeah, I don't want to have to be waiting around. Uh, well, let me, do you guys me. get, are they being bussed or do you have to take them? Well, I, because Vivian doesn't want to go on the bus at 8am and miss, you know, a half a day of school, I'm going to take her. Oh, okay. All right. Cause we don't close. have, yeah, no, we don't have buses. Sorry to cut you off. We, they don't, our district doesn't, uh, is not supplying buses for a lot of these things because of COVID and we just don't have enough bus drivers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as we know, Vivian, well, as you know, Vivian goes to a fancy private school, so they have, <laughs> and it's a small school, so they have buses and drivers. Or right. Right. Um, although I guarantee you Vivian's track team is bigger than August's tennis team in terms of people on it. So. Oh yeah. I think there's <laughs> part of it might be like, they think, you know, it's not worth a whole bus. Cause there's like, what? 15 kids if that yeah yeah no it's not a lot of kids yeah so I mean Vivian's I don't know the track team at her school I think this included middle school but then this district's is maybe just for high school but there were like 80 kids on her track team. <laughs> oh oh my gosh yeah well because there are a lot of events yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's a private school and kids need to get their PE credit somehow. And, you know. Right, right. Oh, that remind that's that make you just made a good point. August is on tennis, so he already gets his credit for PE. I don't think he has to take he does. That's why I didn't see it on his schedule next year. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, usually I if you play a sport that. For, for at least one season, I think that counts as PE credit. Um, you know what? I don't know about you, but that wasn't the deal when we were in high school for me anyway. I mean, I played a sport, no. but I didn't get PE credit. I still yeah. had to take PE. 
yeah. every every semester, not even like just once. I had to take it all year round. I know. Well, that's because this country used to care more about physical education. True. And now Boom. I really don't know what they care about. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I don't know. Oh, oh my we are gracious. in this. When do you, when do you, and when do you guys end school? When does Vivian and Michael, when's your last week? I think I, end, my main classes end the May 2nd, but my final oh. exams are not until the week after. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think we end May 23rd, 24th. Yeah. College is always early. Or, yeah, Vivian's last day of school isn't until June 2nd, I think. Oh, okay. Hi, Finn. Hi, Finn. I don't know if a Walk in the Park podcast pals can hear you. You're being a crybaby. Oh, no. Yeah, he just wants to go outside. He's not going to be happy when he realizes it's, it's still wet out there. We had a, our house power wash today because oh. I'm a crazy person. Well, then here in Florida, they say you should get your house power washed like at least once a year. Um, and we hadn't done it since we bought it, but since my brother, sister-in-law and nephew are flying in on Monday, I wanted everything to be as clean as possible for them. Even the outside. That's right. Even the outside. Here, Poopy, I'll let you out, but it's wet outside, buddy. Gosh, okay. Yeah, so life's a little crazy for me, people. I've had visitors in town this whole month. And one of my favorite visitors like coming. That's right. That's end right. Of the month. All right. Anyway, we got to focus here. We're not, we're recording and our a walk in the park podcast listeners are probably like, we have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Talk about something that's interesting to us. So what do we have to talk about? What else? Anybody I thought that was interesting for <laughs> us, but people who don't know us, Hey, I mean, yeah, but they should know these things, these personal details. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm pausing this recording while we get our act together. And we're back and we're better organized, but it's just Babs and Risk because MB's computer crashed. So we'll get him back in a hot minute, hopefully. Yeah. But we were uh, we were talking about current events and things that are on our radar, and uh, Elon Musk trying to acquire uh, Twitter. I well, with, I guess my first question. Keep going. Keep, I'm sorry. I was. I cut no, you off. that's. I mean, that's okay. Questions might help us. You know, make everything more uh, coherent. But so I mean, is his end game to own Twitter so he can control it so people have more freedom of speech because he's always been um, uh, against Twitter for shutting things down? I think that is definitely one highly plausible theory. Yes. Okay. Um, and what I had heard or what Jonathan told me was, okay, well, so this is what I heard and I'm calling a little bit of this information because NPR's Up First podcast has been talking about it a bit this week. One, okay. he apparently started buying up shares of Twitter and was not appropriately reporting it to the SEC. Like once you hit a certain percentage or I guess it's probably percentage of a company that you now purchase or acquired okay. shares of, you're supposed to report it to the SEC so that they can 
make sure somebody's not trying to do like a hostile takeover or some such, you know, things that aren't allowed. And Elon Musk did not do that in a timely fashion as he was supposed to. And so I was thinking, gosh, why couldn't Twitter claw back those shares from him if they don't want him buying them? Right. Jonathan told me that he was um, offered a seat on the board of directors, but that uh, Musk decided against it because when you're on the board of directors, you have to be more cautious about what you're talking about. Oh. You can't say what you want. Well, that's dumb. Oh, but I mean, he still could be trying to acquire enough of it so that he can control the company. Yeah. And own it. Yes. Yes. And that's my understanding. um, Yeah. So anywho, AMB, welcome back. Marissa and I are talking about Elon Musk and Twitter. We're just telling about what we know, but Marissa, you were the one who said Twitter had come up with this poison pill. Um, Yes. And um, here, let me see um, if I can find. Okay. Twitter board adopts a poison pill after Musk's hold on. It's just, it's coming up. Um, Cause my computer went down of course. So I'm rebooting (laughs) it. So I couldn't go after it that quickly. Come on. Let's see. Oh, it says call the poison he is no pill longer the company's shareholder. Well, it says Twitter's board of director moved to block Elon Musk's 43 billion hostile takeover bid Friday. Called a poison pillar shareholders' yeah. right plan. The measure allows existing shareholders to buy more shares and dilute Musk's ownership in Twitter, making it difficult yes. for Musk to build a stake greater than 15%. Okay. All right. Yep. Of course, why do they? I guess they call it a poison pill because they're poisoning the plan not yes the, not, not the company uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> poison yeah so then what they do yeah a little dramatic but that's what they were calling it and i guess the fi- financial people that's what they call it uh when they try they have a hostile takeover they try and pour more shares into the Excuse me. Bless you. Good God in heaven. To out out there and with the idea that they'll the shares will no longer be worth as much. So that's the that's the one strategy. Yeah, I mean Elon Musk, as we know, he's a crazy kind of guy. And uh, but as I said to Jonathan when we were listening to the NPR Up First podcast when we were driving back from our errands yesterday, I just kind of looked at him. I'm like, you know what? Who cares if Twitter doesn't exist anymore? It's not like the world won't keep turning. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. That's like, true. People but care I, a little too much about Twitter. I'm not actually sure at the end of the day how much value Twitter adds to humankind. So, right. <clears throat> anyway, um, so I just you know when you when you Google stuff, stuff pops up, and there's this Yahoo News story that says. Right-wing social media site Gab said Elon Musk should drop his bid to buy Twitter and invest $2 billion in them instead if he really cares about free speech. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know what his... Sure, that's what we need. Is. More right-wing yeah. crap. Right. Right. Anyhow. I don't know. What about you, MB? Have you heard any of this Twitter stuff? Yeah. 
Are you a fan of Twitter? Do you use it regularly? No, I look at it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't remember the last time I've looked at Twitter, to be honest. I just look at it to keep up with what's going on at Melton. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, well, all right, world. Walk in the Park podcast listeners, that's one thing that's happening. Elon Musk being thwarted in his Twitter purchasing efforts. I will say, um, my daughter, Vivian, she sent me this link the other day and it was to a tweet. And so that was funny. And it was, uh, you know, it was about Tom Brady, of course, as all good things are. And it said, you know, Tom Brady asks Elon Musk for special favor after billionaire puts in his $43 billion bid to buy Twitter. So Tom Brady tweeted and said, uh, let's see, he said, if you buy Twitter, can you delete the combine photo? Question mark at Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, for people who don't know football or, you know, the draft and college recruiting, like uh, the combine photo is the photo they take of the athletes in this I don't know if it's all athletes or just quarterbacks. And, you know, Tom is in much better shape now than he was when he was right out of college in the combine. (laughs) And then somebody posted a picture and Tom Brady told Elon Musk to ban him. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That is funny. Oh my gosh. But the world is not a funny place. Riss, you were saying uh, when we were offline that you've been hearing something about some, uh, we all know, you know, Russia is waging war on Ukraine, but you were hearing something about some cyber attacks. Yeah, damn it. And then, and then of course, I my computer broke down and I wasn't able to, oh, you know what? No, I get, okay, so do you guys subscribe to a really cool, it's a, um, Okay, I get a lot of my a lot of my headline news from something called 1440. Have you ever heard of it? No, what is it? It's the 1440 Daily Digest. And it's the only like maybe three or four. It's not a long newsletter. It's it's very short. Um, and it only gives you very, very, very high level um, view on the news. And so it's that, and it's just facts. It has nothing to do with um, anything else but that. So every day I get um, an email from them and that's how I found out about it. I think I I, I maybe even saw it in the news, but um, like today, I just, I didn't know about this, but there's a conflict in Jerusalem right now. And the highlight of it also, uh, a sidebar, I don't know if it's, it's, it was important to me. I didn't realize that this year it's been 10 years since, um, Easter. Um, what, what's the other one? Easter, uh, over overlapping religious holidays in Jerusalem. And it's the first time in 10 years. So Islam, Judaism, and Christianity, Ramadan, Passover, and Easter all coincide at the same time. And so all this is, that's going on, but there's been conflict in Jerusalem. The Palestines have been, you know, upset with the Jews and there's a whole bunch of well, that's been going on for quite a while. That's now. been going on a while, but it's been it's unfortunately it's been kicking up in the last couple of weeks. But I wouldn't have known that because the 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 news has been showing all this other um, stuff about Ukraine, right? 
So um, let's say the biggest thing that's been going on with the Ukraine is that we, I shouldn't say we, Ukraine was able to sink one of their big ships, apparently. And so that was kind of huge. And then I saw this other thing and I'm looking for it right now while I'm trying to talk. But now, of course, I can't find it. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Okay. So 1440 kind of um, presenting itself as a news collator, but you know, the facts, not necessarily. Uh, just fact-based. It's just like, yeah, it's almost not like trying to put a, not trying to put a spin. Yeah. I get some summary emails um, from some daily stuff too. There's a magazine. It's a print and a digital magazine called the week. Okay. And I get daily emails, like top 10 things you need to know today. Um, I used to subscribe to the week and then I felt guilty because I kept falling so behind in my, my reading. Um, and since it right. is a current events magazine, you know, if you fall like a month or two behind, um, but I will say that one didn't, I mean, they curated pieces from, you know, a bunch of different news sources. So they, but they did it at presenting both sides. So you would hear, you know, it wasn't, there were slants in there, but it would, it would be very obvious and say, this is what this side says. This is what this side says. Here's the facts. Right. That type of thing. Right. Right. And then you could do like a, like, um, almost like a clickbait. Like there's a little link to, if you want to read more. So that's kind of cool too. Right. Except um, don't call it clickbait. Don't call it clickbait. <laughs> Don't? Oh, okay. Yeah. All well, right. clickbait's Go. bad. Clickbait is misleading. So it's like, that's true. Uh, that's true. You know, they, they try, they tell you it's going to be something and then you click on it and it's something else. Like, right. So it, that's right. So that's not what that is. Okay. Yeah. yeah you're right. It's just, you're it's right. a link. Yeah. A deeper dive. It's but a deeper I your, dive. I found your, uh, I found your today's newsletter. For Saturday the 16th, and it says U.S. agencies tie North Korea to the largest ever crypto heist. Okay, so. then there, there was another one that went on, but maybe that's what they just found out, because you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, North Korea was responsible for that, but I think that they first thought it was Russia, and that's why uh, I think I said that. I was going to say, cyber attacks, that probably is actually where it goes first in people's minds because right. but i mean you can't be surprised i mean north korea of course come on uh let's see they're saying that the fbi claims the lazarus group north korea's most notorious hacker game is laundering the money for kim jong-un's regime so yeah march 23rd they stole 625 million Worth of cryptocurrency, okay, from the Ronin blockchain, R-O-N-I-N. So for people who don't know about this stuff, uh, that is not, I'm not going to say that is not one of the big ones. Bitcoin, Ethereum. Bitcoin. Those, yeah. are the, those are the bigger crypto uh, currencies. I've actually never heard of Ronin, but I'm sure people like my husband who work in this space have heard of them all. Dun, dun, dun. Right. And I just thought that blockchain was kind of invincible, but I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Nothing ever is, right? But it's, um, but it, it's like you, you, you can see that it's been stolen. Um, like everything is still on the oh. public. 
it's just, I don't know, Jonathan could explain it better. But anyway, uh, cool. All right. Well, that's a good thing to know. I'll, I'm going to check out this 14, 1440 uh, situation. But um, anywho, well, Riss, you were going to bring us up to speed with some tennis knowledge. Oh, well, Djokovic got knocked out early on. I think he got knocked out in the second round. Marissa, um, that doesn't make me happy. I know, but you need to know it. Uh, uh. <laughs> you need to know it. As a matter of fact, um, it, it, it was an interesting match. Uh, he played very well up until the third set, and then he just kind of crumbled. And when I say he crumbled, he crumbled like 1-6. He lost. Um, I don't know. And it's crazy because in the second set, I forgot who he was playing. I'll think of it. I want to say it was Alcaraz, but I could be wrong. I think it was Alcaraz. Oh, and um, yeah. Jonathan would tell you Alcaraz is going to be the best player on, he'll be number one in the world pretty soon. Yeah. Jonathan he's like that kid he's dynamite. is insane now. So. He's dying, but he got knocked out by Corda, which I thought was interesting. And then Fritz knocked out Corda. And then Fritz just got knocked out by, um, did he get knocked? He didn't get knocked out by, oh, by uh, Davidich Fakina. That's who, um, that's. That's a little bit stunning. You know, um, I just can't believe that Novak is back to being number one because Medvedev, I don't know what happened to Medvedev, but. uh, Well, he just, he didn't play well in the last tournament, which I, was Indian Wells? I think he came in through the semifinals. He didn't make it to the finals. And so, yeah. And then he's not playing on clay because he doesn't like clay. So that's not going to help him. Who uh, wasn't playing on clay? Mevedev. I don't think he plays on clay. Oh, you're right. He doesn't like clay. That's true. So that's not going to help his point scoring system going forward. Although if he, I mean, if he didn't have the points to lose, then it's not going to take any away from him, but. True, true. But anyway. But um, it is an interesting race right now because we have Corda and Fritz are doing pretty good at, in, in terms of the Americans. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and this kid, Alcaraz, is just, he's on fire. He's just an excellent player. And I don't I think it's a combo of him being that young but also he's just quick as lightning. And when he hits the ball, he hits the ball with safety. So he'll go for these big shots, but they usually land within a foot of the baseline, which is huge. I mean, usually people are painting the lines with those big shots, but he's hitting them with safety to spare. Hmm. So um, yeah, and he just, he gets to everything. Um, And so to move forward a little bit into this, there's a lot of great tennis being played. Like all these people seem very evenly played. Nobody's getting blown out per se. Um, and if you want to check out one of the highlights, Tsitsipas played a match yesterday and um, he won and he had a beautiful, he played Schwartzman he, and he beat Schwartzman, but he had a beautiful shot that he dove for and he made. So if you want to look for it in the highlights, it was good. And then um, Tsitsipas won today against Zverev. So I think it's down to Zverev and yeah, Zverev and I have to think of the other people. I'm I'm sorry. I'll I'll tell you, I mean, there's some exciting tennis that I'm missing here, right in my nearby area. There's the Sarasota open. 
Oh. Apparently, uh, Jack Sox, Steve Johnson, a couple other Americans are playing there. And it's literally in this park that Jonathan plays tennis in sometimes. Oh, stop. <laughs> and it, I'm not kidding. He's like, I don't understand how they would even get bleachers in there for like people to come watch. And I just thought, this is so funny. I'm like, why are they here? And he said, well, Monte Carlo is a small tournament. He's like, they're not good enough to, you know, get in. So they're just here yeah. playing. It's, oh, it's, I love watching Jackson. It was a, it's a challenger tournament. It's not even an ATP tournament. It's a challenger tournament. I'm like, what are they doing playing challenger tournaments? And of you course, know, well, you also have to play, you have to do match play. You have to, it's just like, yeah, I mean, that was his thing. He's like, you know, they can't get over there. So it's a way to right. play, but, uh, but anywho. Yeah. But Monte right. Carlo has been exciting straight through, straight through. Cool. It's been great tennis. Cool. As we all know, I don't watch tennis anymore because I don't like anybody. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me put it this way. I knew Djokovic was playing in Monte Carlo and I just didn't want to watch it because I know he's not going to be good right now because he hasn't played anybody good in like six months or whatever. So, right. I've been watching baseball and basketball. Oh, yeah. Well, baseball, I just started. I think baseball is boring right now, personally, but the basketball is definitely more exciting. Who, do you have yeah. any favorite teams that you're watching in the NBA playoffs, MB? The Hawks made it to the NBA playoffs. That's the team you're rooting for? Sorry, you're not a fan here. We're, we're rooting against the Hawks. We want them to lose. Ouch. Yeah, we hate Atlanta teams. Do we? I guess we do. I don't hate them. I say, no, we, no, no, I say no. we, I mean the Alexanders. We hate all Atlanta teams. Oh, okay. We wish yeah, them no, nothing I'm a but Braves ill. Fan. I'm a Braves fan. Ill will. Ill will. That's what we wish them. All oh, right. God. So what? Um, okay. So you've got the Hawks. Do you have anybody else? Because the Hawks aren't going to win it. But I'm a fan of the Golden State Warriors. Okay, that's a good one. They probably are pretty good. Or wait, yeah, they're doing. They did well this year, right? In overall. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Jonathan <laughs> and Vivian watch all the basketball. I watch my shows on Hulu. There you go. Netflix uh, is going up. There, uh, Chris is going to have a baby. I have to watch all my Netflix show before that they go up again in price. <laughs> let's not even get started on companies that take advantage of inflation that shouldn't be, like Netflix. Yeah, I, it's come on. It's, it's so I ridiculous. Think- it's so ridiculous, and it's it's one of the few pastimes of, of things that people they it's it that shouldn't be where you shouldn't be gouging the mountain food. It's getting to be epic. Well, <laughs> that and mean, gasoline. It's just like these are things we we need. Everybody needs TV. Everybody needs their food, and everybody needs gas. So it's just like why are you gouging us? Everybody doesn't need TV technically. <laughs> no, well, I, I, I think it's a pastime. <laughs> My favorite show on Netflix, Dawson's Creek, is leaving Netflix. Oh yeah, yep. Sometimes they're just like, "Yeah, we're done with this show. We're not going to pay to keep it on." It oh. happens. It happens. But. Uh, 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No. Inflation is a whole nother topic. Uh, but all right, let me just round out the sports portion of this podcast with uh, the comment, you know, so there's a story going around that, you know, Tom Brady's fake retirement was because he was hoping to sign with the Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins. Oh, I did God. I did see that article this week. Uh, that was so, well, so this was the, and then, you know, they're talking about how the Brian Flores blew it up. So Brian Flores was the coach of the Miami Dolphins, who's initi- who was fired, who was initiated. We started this lawsuit. This lawsuit against the NFL, which didn't have... It more had to do with him not getting interviewed and the NFL's treatment of minority coaches and such. Um, But yeah, the story was that Tom had worked out a deal and in exchange for going to Miami as its quarterback, he would become part owner of the team. So the only reason I truth to the story is one i could see tom wanting to be part owner of an nfl team and two mm-hmm. you know it's well known for tom brady inner circle people like myself that he and giselle have been building their compound in miami like that's oh. that's where their forever home is you know they're picking a place in the u.s they want to be on the east coast and you know since giselle's from brazil and tom's from southern california they like warm weather Right. Also, Tom is like a founder of a NFT, a non-fungible tokens company, um, which is in the blockchain space. And Miami is has become kind of like a hub. Yeah, a hub for blockchain and crypto and stuff like that. So, I mean, honest to God, though, it was bad enough for Patriots fans when Tom left the Patriots. Now, obviously, he came to Tampa, so I've been delighted. And I was pissed at the Patriots anyway, because I thought they were ridiculous. He wanted a two-year contract. They wouldn't give it to him. Assholes. Um, but if he went and played for the Dolphins, I mean, that would be so bad. It's one thing to go to the other conference, you know, and play for a team that hasn't been a Patriots rival, but the Patriots and the Dolphins are in the same division and play each other twice a year. And if he became quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, I cannot even tell you. My head might explode. <laughs> I don't think I could watch it. I don't think uh, I could watch it. And I think I'd have to stop being a fan. I don't even think I'd care. Really. Of course I'd you wouldn't just... care, Marissa. I care. I know, but what I, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care if I were you. I'd I'd drop it. I got uh, some Russell Wilson news. Well, I was just going to ask MB, are you still going to be a Russell Wilson fan, even though he's quarterback for the Broncos now? I'll answer that question later, but okay, he, he sold his he sold his house in Bellevue, which is outside of Seattle, for thirty six million dollars. Nice. And then you bought a house in Colorado yesterday for twenty five. Well, it's definitely cheaper to live in Colorado than it is to live in the Seattle area. That's is he sure. going to play for Denver? Is that yeah, what he got, to, yeah, uh, he got okay. traded? Why yeah, wasn't where that he yes, I'll be a yes, I'll be a fan of Russell Wilson still. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, and that's the thing, because he's going to play in another conference. Like 
if they're not slated, I mean, he may not, he may never play against the Seahawks ever again, unless the Broncos and the Seahawks both made it to the Super Bowl. So it's like easier to still stay a fan, but if he went and played for who else is in the Seahawks division, the 49ers, the Rams, if Russell Wilson went to play for any of those teams, would you still be his fan? Mm, It'd be harder, wouldn't it? It depends on if he actually makes the team win. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a lot of sports news for our our listeners. Why Why don't we bring it back to you, MB, and tell us how you're rounding out your college year and you mentioned you've got your classes set for next year finally yeah tell tell our listeners about that so for my audit class I'm taking a introduction to sports management class cool yeah Uh, is that um do you know what type of class that is? Like, do you have lecture classes that are big with lots of kids? Or is this like a smaller seminar class maybe, or? Let me look it up. I... Okay. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to know. Sometimes intro classes are, you know, a lot bigger, but then something as specific as sports management, you'd think, oh, maybe it'd be fewer, fewer people, a bit more intimate, but. I think it's a lecture type of class. The sports okay. management one is. Okay. All right. And what else? What else do you have? Managing personal resources. Cool. That's a useful <laughs> life skill. I should take that class. <laughs> you can audit it with MB. You're like, yeah. Send me, tell me what you're doing. Teach me your ways. What else? Got any other classes that you've secured yet? I'm looking. Let's see. Class schedule builder. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Those are always fun. We did not have such nice computer class builders back in my day. I'll tell you that. I can't even remember. My memory's so bad. I guess I probably filled out a piece of paper and walked over to the registrar's <laughs> office and waited for them to tell me if I got in. <laughs> Let's see. My my introduction to sports management class is a lecture class that meets Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays. Ooh, That's my okay. audit class. Yep. Then I'm taking... Then I'm taking career prep and internship, which is which is an internship slash class that meets Mondays and Wednesdays. Okay. So that's good. So so far you only have one class on Friday, is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Then intermediate professional communications one which is a lecture type of class that meets Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. Then my last class is managing personal resources one that meets Thursdays. Okay. 
All right. So you got something every single day, but your Friday sounds a little light. Only one class on Friday? Yes. Cool. And then in other school news, I'm taking my American government final on the 10th of May. Ooh, all right, all right, all right. Happy Tuesday to you. I know May 10th is Tuesday. And then my and then my birthday's next. And then my birthday's next month. I know you're lucky you'll be done with school before your birthday and your finals. You won't have to be stressing about it. So that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Wait. So MB, I see you sent us an interesting text here. Can you tell us more about this 11 Alive news story? So, so then, so Keisha Lance Bottoms, the former mayor of Atlanta, who now works for CNN, was trying to go to Capitol Grill and Which is a fancy Mall. restaurant. Yeah. Yes. She was trying to go to Capitol Grill and Perimeter Mall, but she, but she got turned around. Turned because away, she wearing, okay. She got turned away because she was wearing leggings when the <laughs> dress code is fancy. <laughs> well, it's her own damn fault. Sorry, I'm I'm like, come on, you can't go in, you you can't go into like a five-star restaurant or whatever and expect to be brought in just because you of who you are. I mean, she got turned away because she knew better. What was she thinking? I wanna I wanna where are the pictures? I want to see a picture of these leggings. Yeah, I want to see some pictures because she's wearing what high was, heels and a nice top. Yeah, what was she? Yeah, what was she wearing with the leggings? Let's see. Um, Do they show I mean, pictures? Not, well, this this Eleven Alive. Let's see. Does Let's not. see the leggings. Leggings. Let's see. No, oh, I can't see it. I'm, I'm trying on. to find it. Well, so it says the Capital Girls website contains a polite notice to prospective customers concerning their dress code. For the comfort of all guests and to better deliver on our promise of a refined atmosphere, proper dress is required. Thank you for not wearing gym attire, sweatpants, tank tops, hats, clothing with offensive language or images, exposed undergarments. Uh, I can't find the picture. And then it just says, 11 Alive has reached out to Capital Girl for comment, but has not yet received a response. But all right, to your point, Marissa, in fairness, like, I think if I knew I were going to the Capital Girl, although this is the one at Perimeter, not Buckhead, I, I could perhaps see her mistake. <laughs> For people who don't know Atlanta, you know, Buckhead is the fancy location perimeter. My question is, was Keisha Lance Bottoms meeting with somebody at the Capitol Grill? I'm sure she was. I'm sure she was meeting a handful of people. Well, but then you'd think you'd know you were going there, right? Like, it's not like, oh, you're dressed for the day and somebody... Yeah, because you uh, need a reservation, I'm sure. You can't just show up. I mean, I guess you can, but you'd have to wait. No. So she probably yeah. knew she had she was going. And I want to know, I want to see what she was wearing. I know, me too. I'm trying to Google it. I bet she was wearing leggings and a nice like 
I'm probably like sure. a laser or something. A nice and she was probably fine. She probably didn't I'm sorry, look like. But I think it's weird because you know she. We know her. We've seen her. She's in general yes. a stylish dresser. Yes. Yeah. So I would just like to know who who is the moron who who got picked to tell her. I would have that wouldn't have been me. I would be like, nope, sorry, I'm not telling her. Not telling that lady. She can't come in. I do think there is something to it that you know Bottoms tweeted this out, but didn't include a picture of herself. So yeah, yeah. I'd be like, I would have included she's trying to get some. Well, no, but Come I just on. meant she probably would have to, she would have to open herself up to criticism, right? Because then everybody would be like, oh, those leggings are fine. Or, oh my God, those are what I wear to the gym. Uh, but anyway, let's see. It said, <laughs> okay, it says, when someone pointed out that the eatery has a dress code, Bottom said it was, quote, strange that the restaurant, as she called it, wouldn't allow mall attire when they're inside the mall. Here's something <laughs> interesting. She, former, former Mayor Bottom said she was turned away from Capitol Grill at Perimeter Mall for her attire, while at least one other person in similar attire was allowed in. What? Oh, now she's trying to direct it to racism. I bet you that's what she's... words in her mouth. She's no. This is from this is from somebody no working, mention of racism. No, but it's somebody you, working at this is somebody working at CBS forty six. So I'm reading you what she said. Okay. It says, "Well, at least one other person was allowed in." Okay, I mean, you allow that person in, but you don't allow the former mayor. Well, she in? said she said similar, so I mean that doesn't mean the woman was wearing well, leggings. Maybe the other person was wearing jeggings. <laughs> <laughs> that important letter difference, people. All right, well, here's what I'm going to say. I would be a lot more interested in this story if Bottoms had, and that's hilarious that she got refused service because of her Bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would, have been, that would have been the funnier title to not call it leggings. They former Atlanta mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, says she was denied service over her Bottoms. Oh my gosh. But yeah, does it say like who she was with or? No, I want to finish my school conversation. Okay. Yeah. What else do you want to share? I'm inviting some friends from school to attend my birthday dinner. Oh, all right. So it's a combo birthday and, and, uh, school thing well have you so where are you going have you picked that yet since you invited people no i'm in the process are you gonna go to capitol grill up? are you gonna go to capitol <laughs> grill <Michael? laughs> no 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 i think i'm i don't know where i'm going yet and i don't know who i'm inviting to dinner what? yet okay well <laughs> all right this sounds like something that we need to get an update on uh well, okay, I have a few questions that'll help you think about this. One, 
are the people you're thinking of inviting, do they live in the area? Are they still going to be in the area on your birthday or will they have gone home further away? Do you know that? They'll be around. Okay, they'll be around. Two, do they have their own transportation and how far are they willing to travel? Because you're not, I mean, it's not like Kennesaw is super far away, but if you were wanting to do something in Roswell, you know, that's a solid 45 minute drive from the dorms and depending on where people live. That's true. Plus it's, plus it's, plus my birthday falls on a Monday. Ah, so maybe you have to celebrate on a Sunday. Although, because that week, because then the, at least in, I bet the restaurants are going to be packed before, since it's the week before graduation. And that's true. Although you those high school students, people go out to dinner on graduation night. I think though. Yeah. The thing, other thing you got to consider is Monday birthday. A lot of restaurants aren't open for Mondays on dinner. So you should start thinking about where you want to go. Check if the restaurant's actually open. Think about who you want to invite. And maybe that'll influence where you pick because you never know. You might want to end up at the Capitol Grill at the Perimeter Mall in case, you know. Although at the <laughs> Perimeter. All right, hang on. The Capitol Grill can't be at the Perimeter Mall. It must be like at Phipps or... You know how they have the fancy mall there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with like the Louis Vuitton and all those stores and stuff. I mean, it must yeah. be the fancy mall. Now I want to know where where are you, Capitol Grill? Are you at Perimeter Mall or are you at Phipps? Please tell me Perimeter Mall. Hopefully, I'm right about this. I can't. I know. Let's see. I don't. It can't be Perimeter Mall. Let's see. Yeah, where? Capitol Grill at Perimeter Mall. So no, must be, no, no. Really? It's got, yes, it's at Perimeter Mall. Oh wait, is Phipps in Buckhead? Yes. yes. This is in Buckhead. Okay. All right. See, I've already been gone too long at the Perimeter Mall. Let's see. I'm going to look up. All right. The Perimeter Mall. I mean, it's not like it's, it's fancier than the malls out in the suburbs, but Perimeter Mall, Georgia directory. I want to see if there are any fancy stores there. I do need eggs. Chris is not paying attention to us. She's making her Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Let's see. Stores um, and maps. Stores and maps. I thought, uh, I thought Capital Grill was, there was Hi, August. He can't hear you, I don't think. Yeah, he can. No, oh. I mean, you could see. Yeah. Uh, Michael says hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you have your air... Earbuds my earbuds in. in. Oh. oh my gosh. All right. We're losing our listeners and we've been talking for a long time now. So let's say bye for now. Bye, bye for, for now. now. Bye for now. Is Michael leaving? Oh.